For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Packs it for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself! Oh my MVP gosh, time! Windy City Assassin does it again! You remember this time last week when I sat here and I told you about this really brutal stretch the Bulls had coming up and it kind of worried me about what was coming next because they had some injuries, they hadn't been looking sharp on defense. My fears became reality this week and the Bulls entered as close to a worst case scenario as you can get in terms of injuries. Is it time to panic though? We're going to talk about that on this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. Great to be back with you. Yeah, it didn't go well last week, but we're going to discuss whether or not it's time to panic for the first place Chicago Bulls. Before we get to any of that, though, I want to tell you about our sponsors, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline would like to wish everyone a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the NFL playoffs and beyond. BetOnline is still the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. It's a new year and they have a new updated desktop and mobile website, so sign up today and get that 50% welcome bonus to keep telling you about. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. They've got football, they've got basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, and your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. I was just in Vegas this weekend, too. I should try out some of those casino games they've got on Bet Online while I'm talking about it. Before we start talking about the Bulls, unfortunately, we have more sad news to report from the Chicago sports media landscape. This past weekend, we lost a legend in Les Grobstein, overnight host at 670 to score, among many, 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 many other jobs. He worked at WMVP before it was ESPN 1000. He worked at WLS with Larry Lujak and little Tommy Edwards. There wasn't anything Robert didn't do. He used the phrase, I was there. The Lee Elia rant, the famous Cubs manager rant, Les had a microphone, and he was the only one to get that on 
tape. I believe Mark Jane Greco had it on video, but he tweeted he can't find it anywhere. So that must be gone. But let's save the Lee Elia rant. To call him a legend is an understatement. I mean, the guy was everywhere. I started listening to him my junior year of college when I moved into my apartment. I'm a night owl, always have been. And it was the first time I'd had my own room since I got to college. And I was thinking, well, I'm getting into radio a little bit. I'd started hosting a weekly show at uh, Loyola Chicago student radio station, WLUW. Started getting into it. I figured, okay, let's ingest as much as possible. And I started listening to less overnight. And I've been a loyal listener ever since. It's to the point where he was off last week. And I thought maybe he was on vacation. But it turns out he called in sick. And he never called in sick. I would throw on some music or something instead of listening to the national shows overnight because I just wanted to listen to Grobber. I woke up that was Monday, I woke up Monday morning in Las Vegas. I was on vacation this weekend for a friend of mine's birthday and I rolled over at four o'clock in the morning Pacific time, which is six o'clock central time. For some reason I rolled over and checked my phone and I got an alert that said Les Grobstein had passed away and I thought I was dreaming. I'm like, no way, I just listened to him a week ago, there's no way. So I rolled over, and I woke back up, and it was, it happened. He was 69 years old, I would. I don't know the circumstances, I don't know, they haven't released a cause of death, but Les covered a lot of Bulls games over the years, he talked about when he covered Michael Jordan's teams, to say the least, but he even went back farther in history to those teams with Norm Van Leer and Bob Love. He was everywhere, and... The Chicago sports media landscape has another big hole in it with Les Grobstein passing away this week at the age of 69. There is a GoFundMe page for the funeral costs. From what I understand, John Greenberg and The Athletic wrote the funeral is coming up Thursday this week. It's going to be an adjustment, not hearing less overnights. And that's how I wanted to start the show. I cannot believe I'm starting another show with a somber note and a tribute to a Chicago sports media personality. If you remember a few weeks ago, we lost my friend Jeff Dickerson. Now we've lost Les Grobstein. It's been a terrible month. But I wanted to start the show with that and eulogize the Grobber and just express how much I'm going to miss listening to him overnight. It's just as a night owl who takes pride, I guess, in not sleeping much. Like, Les never slept much. I also stay up late and I'll wake up whenever. I listen to Les all the time. And that's going to be an adjustment, not hearing him on the score overnight. Let's talk about the Bulls. I wish I had more of a positive note to transition to, but um, things haven't gone well this week. And if you remember last week, I brought up the schedule and the teams they faced and the back-to-backs and the injuries. And I I said, we're going to find out the true character of this team. And when I say that, I mean, we're going to find out what this team is made of outside of the players you know in the starting lineup. We're going to see how the lack of depth is tested, and it definitely got tested. Four straight losses, all but one, were by double digits. And that Celtics game, it turns out the referees missed a foul. So theoretically, they could have won that game. It would have been a much-needed win, too. Instead, they've lost four games in a row, a couple of them on national TV. They also got another game on national TV this week. This is the definition of a rough patch, and it feels like the Bulls were due for this. They've got a 643 winning percentage. They have, let's see, quick math. They have a seven percentage point advantage over the Heat. That is a statistical tie for first place in the Eastern Conference because the Bulls are 27 and 15, the Heat are 28 and 16. So statistically, by wins and losses, 
it's similar win and loss record, but by percentage points, the Bulls technically have a lead. The Brooklyn Nets are right there. They're a half game back. And then the Cleveland Cavaliers, who the Bulls play tonight, Wednesday night, they're a game and a half back. Can you believe we're talking about the Cavaliers as a top four team in the East? This is, like I said, a tough stretch, and it's not getting easier because they've got injuries mounting up left and right. Derrick Jones Jr. went down, I think it was, what, maybe 30 seconds in against the Brooklyn Nets with a knee injury. Zach Levine suffered a knee injury against Golden State. It doesn't sound serious, but still, he's missing some time. Lonzo Ball has a knee injury. Those three are all out for Wednesday night against Cleveland. Javante Green is still out with his adductor injury. However, Alex Caruso is coming back, and that is huge. I cannot express how huge that is for the defense. Alex Caruso is coming back. It sounds like he'll be on a bit of a minutes restriction, understandably so. But let's look at this four-game skid here. The Bulls have given up 138 points, 138 points, 114 points, 119 points. Against Golden State, by halftime, the Warriors had scored 78 points. That was by halftime. So the defense has taken a huge hit, and it has ever since Caruso went down last month. So getting him back is going to be huge, especially if he can be at full strength. Because remember, he's not only coming off foot strain, he's coming off COVID. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see how Caruso responds. If he's going to play hard. That's just who he is. It's a matter of how he can make an impact on the game as he's coming back from these injuries. But that's going to be a huge boost on defense as well. So that leads to my big question. Is it time to panic? Is it time to hit the panic button? Are the Bulls coming down to earth? Was getting into first place in the East a fluke? Can they make a run in the playoffs? Are we? Is it time to say maybe they came out too hot? I'm not ready to say that yet. I'm not ready to hit the panic button just yet because they are down so many players. You've heard this list of players. Caruso has been out. Javante Green has been out. Remember, Patrick Williams is out for the year too. Derek Jones Jr. is out. Zach Levine is out. Lonzo Ball is out. When you lost Derek Jones Jr., when you didn't have Pat Will and you didn't have Alex Caruso, Derek Jones Jr. was the backup to the backup to the backup. So now, without Caruso, you had to go the backup to the backup to the backup. To the backup. I think I missed one in there too. That tells you how they've been tested at the four spot in the starting lineup. Losing Javante Green, losing Derek Jones Jr. You're not going to have Patrick Williams back until maybe the playoffs. And even then, it sounds like he's not even able to catch or dribble the ball yet. He's just doing some conditioning to stay in shape. That is huge. And it leads to the question about do they need more size come trade deadline time? I'll talk about that in a couple minutes. But this team is not at full strength right now. Because remember, let's look at that Brooklyn game. This game against the Nets was tied 71-71 to at one point. And then the wheels came off the bus. This Bulls team, this full-strength Bulls team, beat the Nets at full strength. Now, Brooklyn had Kyrie Irving in this game last Wednesday. And Kyrie can only play part-time because of his vaccination status and the vaccination mandates across the country. He can't play in home games, but there's something going on with the fines. I can't keep track of all of it. I leave that to Woj and Shams and Chris Hayes and all them. But looking at that Nets game, a full-strength Bulls team beat Kevin Durant and James Harden twice. So that's one game. Golden State, that's where you've just got to play defense because Golden State can shoot the lights out, and they did. 138-96 to was the final in that game. And to give you an idea, Steph Curry had 19 points. He was not the leading scorer. And yet, they won that game. They had 138 points, shot 56% from the field. You've just got to play defense against the Warriors. Boston, I thought that was it. I was really worried about this Boston game. 
because you lost Zach Levine the night before. You lost Lonzo. I was really worried how this game was going to go. But again, here's more appreciating Io DeSumo. 21 points, 10 assists. And I didn't like the matchup of who was on Jalen Brown. I think it was Malcolm Hill who was signed to a 10-day deal. That tells you how the depth has been for this Bulls team. He was on Jalen Brown for that last shot. So that game was a pleasant surprise in my opinion. And then against Memphis, John Morant just did John Morant things. There's nothing you can do when he scores 25 points. 119-106 was the final. I think a full-strength Bulls team, those are completely different games. But right now, given where they're at with the injuries, do not hit the panic button. This team is still a playoff team. This team is still going to be a top-five team in the East, in my opinion. I still think they should be top-four in the East. But either way, you get Zach back, you get Lonzo back. The big thing they need right now is a four-man. And that's because you don't have Patrick Williams. They need size. I like Alex Caruso, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Alex Caruso fan. I'm not saying he's bad at playing the four. That said, is it sustainable to have him play the four when Javante Green comes back? Because Javante Green's undersized too. So do you need one more big guy? I'd argue yes. One name that has been thrown around is Jeremy Grant, who I think would be a good fit with this team. But the asking price, at least according to rumors and different reports, it's going to start at Patrick Williams. And that's something I'm not sure about. Do you trade someone you drafted fourth overall as your first draft pick of the new regime? That was Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley's first draft pick in Patrick Williams. And I see a ton of upside in him. Now, he's dealt with injuries this year. Obviously, that wrist injury really, really hurts. And that, that hurts the defense, too, because he is a very good rim protector. He was that way at Florida State. He was that way last year as a rookie. I think he was poised to take a leap forward this year before the injury happened. I still really like Patrick Williams. I'm not sure if you're at that point where you trade him because I feel like you trade a player who's 20 years old. Yes, he's second year in the league and he's 20 years old. You trade someone like that with a high upside. I feel like that is a recipe for, holy cow, we just traded that guy before his prime. Imagine what he could have done on our team, especially a team that needs defensive help. Is Jeremy Grant going to be a good enough defender in the starting lineup? to help compensate for Nikola Vucevic's lack of defense on the other end. Because we knew that when the Bulls made the trade for Vucevic. He's a defensive liability. We knew that. That's where you have Patrick Williams come in. Well, you don't have P. Will now. So what do you do? Do you go maybe get Harrison Barnes is another name that's been kind of thrown around as a a low-value type of player if you need somebody. We're going to talk about this on next week's show. I'm going to spend a lot of time on the trade deadline next week. This week was obviously thrown up in the air with all the injuries and the losses. But next week, we're going to start diving into trade deadline talk. I'm going to start looking at potential trades. I'm going to use the ESPN trade machine, and I'm going to see, okay, what trades would work? Who would the Bulls maybe be interested in? How would they fit salary-wise? Who would maybe be a good trade piece? We're going to see about all of that. That's going to be next week's show because the trade deadline's coming up faster than we think. We're like three weeks away from it. It's coming up fast. The Bulls are going to have to make a move. Who are they going to get? That's going to be next week's show. But keep Patrick Williams' name in mind as you hear these trade offers. I'm of the attitude, don't trade him unless you can get an instant impact, top-tier player in the league. Then you have a different story. But I think Patrick Williams or Jeremy Grant, that scares me. Trading Patrick Williams scares me. We're going to see. That's going to be next week's show. Let's look at the upcoming schedule before we wrap up here. After tonight's game against Cleveland, Wednesday night they're playing Cleveland, 7 o'clock p.m., 
The Bulls turn around. They've got Milwaukee on Friday. That game just got moved to ESPN. Great. Another national game. All these Bulls fans on Twitter talking about, oh, why are they getting national TV now? Well, you wanted national TV exposure before. Now you're getting it. They're just all beat up. So that game's on national TV on Friday on ESPN. Then the Bulls had the Magic on Sunday, the Thunder on Monday, another freaking back-to-back. And then on Wednesday, when we come back here for another episode, the Bulls host the Toronto Raptors. That's Wednesday the 26th at 7 p.m. So the schedule's going to lighten up here after Friday. After Friday, it lightens up with the Magic, the Thunder, the Raptors, the Spurs, the Blazers, then the Magic again. It's almost over. The stretch is almost over. It's a matter of now can the Bulls get a win over Cleveland. They need to get a win if they want to keep that first place spot in the East. I don't want to say it's a must-win game, but if you want to keep first place in the East, yes, it is a must-win game because of where Cleveland's at in the standings and the fact that Brooklyn's breathing down your neck, as is Miami. There's a lot going on. I'm going to recap it all for you in the coming weeks, but next week, trade deadline special. I'm going to look at some trade candidates. We're going to maybe see what trades would fit, who you'd be willing to trade away from this team. We've got a lot in store for next week's show. That's a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, get the vaccine when you can, and rest in peace, Les Grobstein. Talk to you next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.